faith is the anchor of a victorious life. And we understand that faith only comes by the word and that word is in your bosom. As the word says, as newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Stay tuned as we meet pastors of Victory Life Bible Church International, Apostle Lawrence and Reverend Paula Achudume. Feed your soul and spirit with the word of God. For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower. Someone say seed to the sower. And bread to the eater. Then it says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things whereto I sent it. When I studied the scripture, I realized that the word of God makes you to discover your seed. It said that it is like the rain that falls, and it said it giveth seed to the sower. It giveth seed to the sower. That is why it's important to always listen to the word of God, whether in the church or in the secret place. That is why it's always important to study the word. It is in studying that you discover your seed. It is in hearing the word of God that you discover your seed. The seed that you are meant to sow, it is in the place of koinonia with God that you can know the seed that you are meant to sow. Now he said, it giveth seed to the sower and bread to the eater. That means that the word of God is first rain before it becomes bread. That means the word of God is rain. And then when the word of God is poured upon you, you begin to receive the seed that you are meant to sow. Are you getting me? Now, he said he giveth seed to the sower. He didn't say he giveth seed to the watcher. He didn't say he giveth seed to the man. He didn't say he giveth seed to the human being. He said he giveth seed to who? The sower. Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4 said, He that watcheth the wind will not sow. So that means that God is looking for men that are ready to sow. So God will not give a seed to a man that is watching. God will not give a seed to a man that is looking at the environment and wondering, hey, is this the right place to sow? God is looking for men that are willing and ready to sow so that once he bestows the seed in your life, you will be able to sow it. Because ladies and gentlemen, you are not a container, you are a dispenser. So if you are a container, that means the seed will die. Because your belly cannot hold seed for long. Your belly cannot hold seed for long. So when God gives a seed to a water, that seed will die in him. But when God sees a sower, a man that is ready to dispense to the land, then God says, this is the man that is worthy of my seed. Have you realized anytime the Bible says God blessed him, the next thing the Bible says is be fruitful. Because God blesses you with the seed. It is you that uses the seed to become fruitful. The blessing of God is a seed. It's not a fruit. The problem of my generation is that we are looking for fruits. We are not looking to be fruitful. And that is why you see people changing location. Changing land. Changing wherever they are. Because they are looking for a land that brings fruit. Not to be fruitful in the land. There's a difference between there's a difference between when a land is fruitful and when a man is fruitful. UK and Canada, they were not fruitful by nature, but a man stepped on the land and made it fruitful. The places that you are going to, they were not fruitful by nature. God did not say, "Hey, this land become fruitful," because you must understand that God doesn't make a fruitful land fruitful; He makes a wilderness fruitful. 
makes the wilderness fruitful. He said, except the Holy Spirit is poured upon the earth and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field. So it is a wilderness that becomes fruitful, not a land. But then we have been so engrossed in wanting to blow that we look for a land that has fruits. We don't look for a land that needs fruits. So we go to that land that has fruit and go and partake of the fruit. But you don't know that you partaking of the fruit means that you are still fruitless. So you can change location. There's a difference between possessing the land and surviving in the land. God declared that man is meant to possess the land. But then man has started to survive in the land. So have you had this thing before? Let me go there. At least there. Suffering is still easy for me there. God did not create you to survive. He said be fruitful. Have dominion. So God did not create any man to survive. Am I saying it's not Jackpa? No, Jackpa Jackpa because you have seed. Not because you are seeking convenience. So you Jackpa because there is a seed I want to plant here. So you don't go there and go and start looking for fruits to partake in when you are still fruitless. And I will show you that in scripture. Because... The land is fruitful because of the seed. The land is not fruitful because of what you want it to be. Let me explain that to you. Father Lord, help me. Don't look for another land because of how pleasant the land is. Look for that land because of how fertile it is. There are three kinds of soil in our Greek. I don't know. I, did, I stopped at Greek in GSS3. I don't know if they've increased the kind of soils that are there. FUNAB students, I know all of you are doing agricultural pharmacy. And agricultural engineering and all the kind of agriculture and everything in Funab. <laughs> there are three kinds of major soil there's the loamy soil, the sandy soil, and the clay soil, right? Now, there are some plants that we grow on the loamy soil that might not grow on the sandy soil, right? And there are some plants that we grow on the sandy soil that will not grow on the clay soil, right? So that means there are some seeds that will not grow in the particular land that you go to. All right? So many of us are looking for the land instead of us to be looking for what is, what is best for my seed. Because you can sow in a clay land when you are meant to be sown in a loamy land. It is not about the pleasantness and the convenience of the land. It's about the fertility for your seed. Do you understand that? So if I have this seed and then I'm looking so... There's something called convenient suffering. There's something called convenient suffering. What do I mean by convenient suffering? Convenient suffering is that to suffer inconvenience. <laughs> it's to suffer inconvenience. The, the Israelites said this in the wilderness. They said, let us go back to Egypt and die there. They, they know they are going to die. So they prefer to die in a place of convenience than to die in the wilderness. But dying is still dying. But then they chose to die in Egypt, right? And that is what we too are doing today. Let us go to UK. At least there's no hot sun there. Let us go to Canada. At least there's no suffer, suffer. At least even if I'm still selling in McDonald's, the money there, if I transfer it to, trans, uh, what's the word? Change it to Naira. It's plenty money. So you are still going there to go and suffer. But the suffering there is tush. What's the purpose? You are still fruitless. Because you are ignoring your seed and seeking convenience. Convenience distracts you from fruitfulness. Let me talk about Lot. I was studying the story of Lot in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 14. Remember that Lot chose a land because of the pleasantness of the land, right? So the Lot went to Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, in going to Sodom and Gomorrah, I realized something that baffled me. In the book of Genesis chapter 14, the Bible says that the kings 
went and conquered Sodom and Gomorrah. They, they um, captured and enslaved some of them, right? So in doing that, when they captured and enslaved many of them, including Lot, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 14 that Abraham went to save Lot, right? How many of you know that scripture? Abraham went to save Lot. Now, you would think that after Abraham saved Lot, Lot would have left Sodom and Gomorrah. They captured you in this country. And then your uncle came to save you. He said, to say, uncle, let's go. Let me leave this place. Lot still stayed there because Lot was intoxicated by the convenience of Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot said, even if they capture me, as long as there's still water in this land, even if they captured me, as long as there's still electricity in the land, as long as there's still opportunities in this land, I will not leave the land. That was Lot choosing convenience over fruitfulness. And then you see Lot's seed. The Bible says the seeds of Lot slept with him. Women, you carry something very powerful called the womb that contains the seed. Your husband is your seed. Your children are your seed. You saw before that I was appreciating my mother. She is carrying not just four seeds. She's carrying her husband too as a seed. This womb carries seeds. And my mother will not decide and say, okay, let me find the convenience for my seed. No, she's finding the fruitfulness of her seed. So it is the fruitfulness of her seed that makes her great. In the book of Ruth chapter 1, you see a woman called Naomi that carried her seeds. Pastor Nicola said that she's a good digger. <laughs> you see that Naomi carried her seeds. Instead of Naomi to seek the fruitfulness of her seed, she sought the convenience of her seed. And she carried the three seeds to Moab. And when she carried the three of the seeds to Moab, Moab the first one died. Naomi was still saying, at least there is still food in Moab. The second one died. Naomi said, at least there is still bread in Moab. She lost two seeds, but she did not change the land. That is seeking convenience other than fruitfulness. So she sought convenience of her seed. That when she lost two seeds, she was still saying that at least... At least there is still bread here. At least there is still water here. At least there is still resources here. So she still waited with the last seed. I said, as long as my last seed is convenient, I am fine. And then the last one died. Then Naomi now had sense. I said, let me go back. When her seeds had died, convenience kills your seed. She lost her three seeds and went back. But there was a man called Isaac. Isaac, there was famine in the land. And Isaac was thinking like his father. Because remember that Abraham went to Egypt because of famine. Because of that, he gave back to Ishmael. Jacob went to Egypt because of famine. Because of that, they were in bondage for 430 years. Isaac was about to make that same mistake. Isaac saw famine in the land. Isaac said, ah, let me go and seek convenience. So, but God said, wait there. God said, remain. No. Because I don't, it's not the land that is in charge. It is not UK that is in charge of you. You can go and you can go as long as you know you are going to plant. You are not going there to 
said Isaac, no, 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 no. You are the covenant child. You are the covenant child. There is famine in the land, yes, but you are not famine. The land is famine doesn't mean I am famine. Uh-uh. The land is famine doesn't mean I am famine. So God looked at Isaac and said, Isaac, stay there. And then Isaac said, for God to say I should stay there, that means he has planted seeds in me to sow. And the Bible says, and Isaac sowed in the land of famine. That same land of famine. And Isaac was fruitful. Isaac was not convenient. Because you must understand that Isaac sowed in the land that day. It didn't mean that Isaac reaped that day. So Isaac was still suffering. It was not convenient. He was seeing people coming from Egypt with food. People coming from there. They are coming to give their, their mother a car. Coming to give God. Say, ah, okay. He was feeling the pain. Until his time came. When he became fruitful. And the Bible says he was fruitful. Hundred. He said a hundredfold. Why? Because Isaac sowed in the land. We hear the sound of abundance of rain. We hear the sound of abundance of rain. We hear the sound of abundance of rain. We hear the sound. So Isaac saw that this land, Kabbalah Tebolo, have you realized that I was studying the book of Genesis chapter 3 and then God, when God was cursing man, do you realize that God did not curse Adam? He cursed the ground. The Bible says, he said, because you listen to your wife, cursed is the ground for your sake. And I, I began to question, why did God curse the ground and not Adam? Because God cannot curse a blessed man. First thing. God cannot curse a blessed man. So that is aside. So knowing that God cannot curse a blessed man, then you must understand that when God caused the ground, it's because Adam depended on the ground. Why did Adam depend on the ground? The Bible says the serpent was made from the ground. So when Adam and Eve listened to the serpent, they listened to the voice of the ground. So that means they depended on how the ground was and they followed it. So God said, because you have done that, cause is the ground. See, causes only operate in a man that depends on it. So Adam depended on the ground, so the ground was cursed. Generational causes are real, but it only operates in a man that depends on his generation. If you depend on the God, he said, thou shalt obey and serve no other God but me. So there are gods and there is a God. So when there is a God, he causes any other God that is not him. So you, it is you that is making yourself costo. It's not God. It is the land. It is about the fruitfulness of the land. What seed do you carry? What seed do you carry that you are praying for God to let down his reign upon it? And if you keep watching around, because God has given many of us seeds, we have given many of us seeds, but the problem is that we want to labor in convenience. We don't want to labor in inconvenience. What do I mean by that? Every I've had this thing before. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. Beautiful. You can be a hustler, but you must know from the scripture that a hustler is a cost man. 
the Bible says that because you ate of the fruit, it said, Cause is the ground, and you shall toil the ground. Toil is hustle. So he that hustles is a toiler. And if you are a toiler, you are cursed. And then you must understand that there is riches and there are riches. There is a difference between being rich in convenience and being rich in fruitfulness. Now, if you are rich in convenience, it can only last for a season. But if you are rich in fruitfulness, it is for the generations and the generations and the generations and the generations. Now, we are seeking riches for our sake. And if you are doing that, you are in convenience. Ah, I was saying something. No, 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 no. I've forgotten it. What was I saying? Someone should remind me. About the convenience. I was saying, I said something now, now about convenience. Ma? Yes, 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 yes. So it is about, there's a difference between being rich in fruitfulness and being rich in convenience. You can't be seeking convenience when you should be seeking fruitfulness. Do you know why fruitfulness is uncomfortable? Because every seed must be buried first. So you people don't want to be buried. Everybody just wants to be seen. So there is no season of patience. He said, except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it shall bring forth. We are seeking convenience. So we just want to be seen. That is why you are partaking of fruits. You are not being fruitful. So you see somebody that is, that is fruitful and you go to the land of the fruitfulness and you go and take the fruit and say, let me just chop this one. Let me chop. Let me chop. Let me chop. You will keep chopping, but you will not be producing. See, when you change your location and you are seeking for fruits there, do you know that there's a difference between being full and being sourceful? Who has an empty bottle? Okay, no, no problem. Is there any, any bottle there? You wanted to pick one bottle for me? Okay, let me just say this in my mouth. Now, when you see an empty bottle, can the bottle be full? When you put water inside, it becomes full, right? And when it becomes full, can it become... Oh, thank you so much. Jere. Now, this is a bottle. Someone said this is a zubu. This is a bottle. Now, when you put water in this bottle, it becomes full, right? But once the bottle... When you pour the water out, it becomes what? Is that a solution? There is no constant fullness. So the bottle can be empty today and be full tomorrow, can be empty today and can be full tomorrow, can be empty today and can be full tomorrow. So all of you are seeking this kind of fullness. May that not be my portion. That is why Jesus said, if you drink of this water, you shall test again. Why did he say that? That means this water cannot fool you. So these riches that you are looking for, this convenient riches you are looking for, it cannot fool you. It is a sourceful man that is full. That is why the ocean never runs dry. That's why the ocean never runs dry. Because the ocean is a distributor. So the ocean is distributing water and is gaining back water. That is fruitfulness. Not convenience. When Jesus was born in the book of Matthew, you see that Joseph was moving from one location to another. Joseph was not seeking convenience. Joseph was seeking the fruitfulness of his seed. He wanted Jesus to grow. And Jesus could not grow in a land that they were killing firstborns. He had to. So you only change location because of your seed, not because of your convenience. 
You cannot change location because Nigeria is depressed. You cannot change location because Nigeria is corrupt. No, that is not enough excuse to change. You only change location because of the seed you carry. What is your seed speaking? Every seed has a voice. So what is your seed telling you? What is your seed speaking to you? Is your seed telling you to stay or your seed is telling you to go? So don't go when your seed has said you should stay or else the seed will die. And if the seed will die, there is no, you cannot hold the wealth that is coming your way. So when the wealth comes, you shall crumble because there was no fruitfulness. There was no sowing. There was no sowing in the land for the seed to grow. It was only convenience you sought. Like I said before, there's a difference between suffering and convenience. The difference between the riches in convenience and the riches in fruitfulness. Be fruitful. Multiply. Have dominion. Replenish the earth. God has given us the power over the earth. He said, he that is born of God overcometh the world. We are in charge. The land is not in charge of me. I am in charge of the land. So it is me that declares the fruitfulness of the land. The land doesn't tell me otherwise. No matter how, how wildernessy or how deserty the land may be. Hagar was in the wilderness with Ishmael. Her seed could not see the well because Hagar was seeking convenience for her seed. So Hagar carried her seed in the wilderness and she went to put the seed there because she saw that there is no way that water can come from this wilderness. So she put the seed aside and she went there and said there's no way it's going to die. There's no convenience in, this, in the desert. That is why when God came, God said I heard the voice of the Lord. He didn't say I heard your voice. There are some people that are praying empty prayers because what they are praying for is convenience, not fruitfulness. So God said, I heard the voice of the seed. I did not hear your voice because you, you were seeking convenience for the seed, not fruitfulness for it. And then when he heard the voice, the Bible says, and because of him, he opened the eyes of Hagar. Many of you, what you should be looking for is not a new location. You should be looking for your well. Because every seed has its own well. There is a water that determines your growth. There is a well that determines the growth and your fertility in the land. Stop looking for a change when you have not even discovered your seed. He said he giveth seed to the sower. He giveth seed to the sower. He giveth seed to the sower. So it is by dwelling in the word. Not be saying that God, ah, this economy, nobody can blow here. I'm tired. I want to go. Everybody's already going. Everybody's, I was telling somebody that I think last week my tailor too has gone. Because the one that said my tailor have go. <laughs> Everybody's going. Even tailor is going. Before you know it, our mechanic is going. What's going to fix your car? You go to me and say, Sir, I'm looking for. Sir, you have Jack Powell. We have to start learning. Please let us start learning how to fix cars, how to sew clothes so that we can be doing it by ourselves. I heard that he has Jack so everybody is changing location because they are depending on the land. And if you are changing location because of the land, that means you are saying that the land is your God. Because he said, thou shalt serve no other God but me. You shall not depend on any other God but me. So there is the God. And God is a jealous God. That is why you are not fruitful the way you are fruitful. You see people hustling, hustling. The more they are hustling, the more they are looking like stick. The more they are hustling, the more they are shrinking. The more they are hustling, they are looking like cancer. Why is it so? Because the ground is cursed. You are depending on it. 
seeking labor in rest. How can you bring forth when you are? Many of us are seeking, we want to bring forth without labor. <laughs> we want to bring forth and blow without labor. We are seeking labor in a convenient situation. We are seeking labor that, okay, at least I will labor in AC. We labor in a good environment. So we don't want to labor the way God labored. Because God started his labor without light. The Bible says it was during the labor that he said, let there be light, Abby. So God was already laboring before light came. So God rested after labor. But we, we are seeking rest in labor. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 4, it said, therefore let us labor that we may enter into that rest. There is a rest that we are entering into because of our labor. Not because you, you want to rest in the labor. Let me explain it to you so I can understand better. Hey, Holy Spirit, help me. <laughs> Holy Spirit, help me. Like now, Everybody knows that there are hustlers in Nigeria, right? Everybody's hustling here and there. Everybody's seeking money, going here and there. Now, once they change the location, are they still hustling? Are they still going to hustle there, Abby? They are still going to hustle there. But what's the difference? Convenience. Convenient hustle there. Inconvenient hustle here. I would rather hustle conveniently here than go and hustle inconveniently here. And then that means you're already eating your reward. He said, let us labor that we may enter into that rest. We labor now because there is a rest to come. We don't, we don't labor in rest. We labor to rest. Youth of today, you are seeking labor and rest at the same time. So you don't want to labor alone. As you are laboring, let me rest. We don't want any challenge. We don't want any issues to come our way. Let, let everything just be fruitful. As I'm laboring, let me just be bringing forth fruit, bringing forth fruit, bringing forth fruit. No. You can't use comfort to bring forth. He said you must travel. He said it is through traveling that you know that your time has come. I've seen a pregnant woman in Nigeria that is nine months pregnant. I said, let me travel abroad. Let me give birth here. In nine months, so after nine months, I want to give birth. It's painful more in Nigeria here. If I push, it's going to be very hard. Let me go to a place where the doctors are white. Eh? They'll be speaking good English for me. And I'll say, oh, as I'm pushing. You can't seek that kind of convenience. We don't labor like that. So God has given you a seed. And you must be ready that once, once you know your seed, there is a season of being buried. And you must abide by that bearing. Because it is through that bearing that you can bring forth. We are skipping being buried. Everybody doesn't want to be buried anymore. Let us be buried. Look at everybody and say be buried. So that you can flourish. The money you are looking for is meant to follow you, not you following it. The wealth you are looking for is meant to follow you, not you following it. What does it follow? The money doesn't follow a man that is a hustler. The money follows a man that has seeds to sow. Are you blessed? Can we rise to our feet? I have to be timely. Are you blessed? If it's that for Jesus, can you make it louder? We hear a sound Abundance of rain We hear a sound 
abundance of rain. Oh, we hear a sound, abundance of rain. We hear a sound, abundance of rain. We hear a sound, abundance of rain. We hear a sound. The Bible says he giveth seed to the sower. We are going to pray, Father, let me discover my seed for the land. Let me discover my seed for the land. Because every man has a seed. Nigeria is waiting for your seed. It's not for you to be saying, I want to move. No. What can I do about this country? What is the seed I'm meant to sow? Father, grant me the grace to discover my seed and pour your rain upon it. Can we pray in Jesus' name?
It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Hope you were blessed by that inspiring message from our lead pastor and we pray it bears fruit in your life. For more transforming messages, do subscribe to our YouTube channel at Victory Life Bible Church or keep yourself updated via our website at www.victorylifebiblechurch.org. You could also follow us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at VLBCINT. God bless you.